Cats, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Uh, today on the Love You Podcast, uh, and you know what we do on the Love You Podcast, we talk about everything you need to know about dating, relationships, men, and sex. We're going to be talking about something that's near and dear to my heart, um, and it's something that's inside of a surprising amount of controversy every time I've written about it on my blog. It's the concept about why men should court women. Uh, again, I don't think it ever completely stopped, but uh, uh, chivalry is definitely uh, in, a, in a bit of a deep freeze. Um, from a woman's perspective, the idea of courtship is obvious. Um, uh, there's very few women that I've talked to who are so, uh, so extremely feminist that they say, no, this is, this is terrible, this is antiquated. Um, I'm an equal, I don't want a man to have to do those things for me. So, um, on behalf of most women, courtship seems, you know, is, 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 an, is an appealing concept. And what we mean by courtship is the early phases of dating, if I'm going to define it myself, it's the early phases of dating. It's a man demonstrating that he's genuinely interested in a woman romantically, right? Um, as as it leads to a relationship, not just for, for sex. And so, again, if you're a woman, if you're a man listening to this, good for you. But if you're a woman, yes, of course you want a guy who calls and plans and pays and, and treats you with courtesy and consistency and chivalry and kindness and selflessness. What, what's not to like about that? Um, but there is another side to this argument, and that comes from men who've determined that courtship, right, as it was prescribed 100 years ago in a world where women didn't work, couldn't pay for themselves, right? Um, courtship is, is, is outdated, and it hasn't helped them at all. They think courtship is for suckers because, from their perspective, and it's important to validate people's perspectives, they pay money, they get no reward, and some guys still get laid by, by sending a text and, having, and telling a woman, hey, come over right now. And those guys don't spend a dollar, right? So if the system is rigged so that women can take advantage of men's chivalry and courtship, and some stud alpha male could get some action without ever, ever having to make an effort or spend a dollar, he could treat a woman like, like crap and still get some action, right? Their theory is, well, why should I? Why should I be the sucker? I find it Ironic, ironic might not be the right word, their solution, these men, is to be more like those guys who treat women poorly, right? Give less effort, give less money, give less time, less care, right? Pull, pull back from doing all of those nice, consistent things. Because again, in their experience, being nice and consistent doesn't create rewards. It, it, it hasn't worked for them. So they're, they're taking my dating advice from my last podcast. They're trying something different. They're going to give less and hope to get more in return. You can see the problem with this. Right? The problem with this, of course, is isn't this somewhat emblematic of the current state of dating, right? Netflix and chill. I'm, I'm, you know, when we're in a world where the answer to our problems is to be less thoughtful, less generous, less sincere, less interested, like 
it's a sort of a race to the bottom, right? So their point, these men, um, we could call them MGTOW, men going their own way, but uh, we don't necessarily need the acronym. It's a small swath of men who think that this is the definition of insanity. I've been the nice guy, I've done the courtship, it's gotten me nowhere, I'm done. So I want to acknowledge something to those guys, the handful of them who are watching, and I think it's important that women acknowledge this as well. Two people could do the exact same thing and get completely different results, right? And that is consternating. Um, some creepy guy could say, I want to fuck you on a first date. And a woman will be like, out the door in 15 seconds, right? And tell the story about her worst date ever. And some guy with, with confidence and looks and charisma could say, I want to fuck you. And it could be the biggest turn on ever. And she could say, OK, let's leave the restaurant right now. So let's just acknowledge that two people can do the exact same thing and get completely different results. Another example, um, I always use this to, to uh, talk about the, 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 the idea behind the three-day rule. Three days, three-day rule is something that, that uh, insecure guys made up. Right. Oh, you know, you don't want to be the guy who smothers a girl. You've got, you got to play it cool. So you're going to wait three days after you get her number to call her, three days after you go on a date. So that's, that, that was not invented by a confident guy. I will tell you that. So here's why the three-day rule is ridiculous. Right? And it's similar. Friday night date. You take her out. Woman has a great time. Call her the next day. What does she say to her friend? Oh my God, we had such a great time. He called me the next day. He's so sweet. I'm so excited. I can't stop thinking about him. Now, calling the next day doesn't do anything other than encourage her. Go on a date on Friday night. She has a terrible time. You call her the next day. Who is this needy stalker who won't leave me alone? Okay. Same exact action, a call the next day, leads to a completely different reaction. But her mind was made up based on how she experienced him on the date. It wasn't the action that did it. So when we go into that, um, average guys who have little game have found that they make a, have made a greater time and money investment, and it hasn't paid off. Um, and so their rationalization, and again, it's a, it's a logical one, is that they shouldn't do it anymore. Here's Here's why I think that these guys are, are incorrect in assessing what's wrong. Right? And it's based on the evidence that I just gave you. Two people could do the exact same thing in different results. It's not courtship. This is hard to hear. It's not courtship that's the problem. Right? It's you. Understand that? Right? Women do respond to being treated well. Right? There is some other reason that they're not responding to you, right? Again, we talk about different people being able to pull off different things. I wrote this down, and it's a sort of silly comparison. I could put on leather pants, but it does not make me a rock star. Now, maybe if I adopted the entire persona of rock star, I could pull it off. But just following a script isn't enough. So I think a lot of guys have followed courtship as a script. Right? By rote, I do these things. but. Courtship is based on your confidence in yourself, right? It's not like I'm going to buy her dinner to uh, 
because I'm following a script or I'm not going to buy her dinner to try to get some action at the end of the night. I'm going to buy her dinner as an extension of my confidence in myself and how much I value her, right? So essentially, confidence sells the whole package, right? And there are plenty of guys who are not attractive, who are confident, who are not wealthy, who are confident, who are not smart, who are confident. Confidence, confidence can almost be decoupled from your intrinsic qualities, which is interesting, right? It's, confidence is not a meritocracy. The best people aren't always confident, right? So if you're confident in yourself and your game, women are not gold diggers, as these men like to think. Right? Yes, money matters, but that's not the big picture. Women are confidence diggers. And I know this is a podcast for women, and I'm talking directly to men. It's probably off message to, to someone who's watching, but women are not, are not there to drain your wallet. Right? They want to be inspired by a guy who likes himself, likes women, believes in himself. And usually the guys who say courtship doesn't work are guys who don't like themselves, are really down on themselves, down on confidence, down on dating, down on women, and it shows. So yeah, you could pay for a meal, but if you're not exuding that, that warmth and positive energy where courtship is an extension of how much you like yourself and you like her, right? um, it, it's not gonna fly. Uh, next, courtship isn't about laying it on thick. Right? It's about making just a consistent effort to call, plan, pay, and follow up instead of being passive or lazy. This is masculine energy. Masculine energy is doing, right? Not just sitting back and saying, well, if she likes me, she'll give me a call. That's, that's not how it works. Right? You are the one who has to pursue her. It's, again, compare it to something else. You're looking for a job. You don't sit back and say, well, if Microsoft really wants to hire me, they know where to find me. That's not how you get a job, man. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta hustle. You gotta apply for the job. And if it's a quality woman, she's gonna expect some effort. If she lets you get away with giving no effort, I have to definitely, I'll talk about it in the second half, question whether you're achieving your goals because you're going to end up with a woman who has so little self-esteem that she doesn't require that you call or plan or follow up with her, right? That's, I don't know if that's the woman that you, that you want. If a woman likes you, right, you made a great impression, impression, she's glad that you followed up. You're not going to smother her. You're not going to scare her off as long as you're, as I said, you're not laying it on thick. You're just making a consistent effort to show her that she's valued. And when you think that a woman uh, uh, wants courtship because it's about money. No, it's about how you value her, right? And how seriously you take making an effort to procure her as your girlfriend. I'm still talking to men about uh, what they can learn about why courtship is valuable. And I want you to understand, uh, guy to guy, we talk about what, what do men put up with in dating, right? So the, the joke goes, guys put up with hot and crazy. That's, that's the way, that's the story, is men put up with hot and crazy. If she's, she's really attractive, it's the best sex you've ever had. You put up with the fact that she's dramatic and she insults you and she gets publicly drunk and you're always fighting and breaking up. And you know, that's what guys put up with in certain circumstances. And in, in, invariably, it's a mistake all right, to give someone a free pass because of that. Understand, guys, women 
don't like Netflix and chill guys. They don't like guys who send one line texts every two weeks. They put up with those men. They tolerate those men. Now they tolerate them for the same reason you tolerate uh, unfortunate women. Uh, they do it out of attraction. Where does the attraction come from? It comes from two things. Confidence, right, which these guys have in spades. That's why they can get away with being jerks. Right? And right, for more evolved people who have higher self-esteem, confidence mixed with good husband qualities, making a woman feel safe, heard, understood, valued. And that's where courtship comes in. Right? Courtship, is, again, is an extension of being a good guy, a good person, and serious in pursuing. So if you are confident, a woman who is serious about a relationship is really, really going to dig that. She's not going to turn away from you because you're being nice to her. So in my world, and again, I, I live here in reality. I'm not a, you know, I, I, ad, I advocate for women insisting on good treatment from men, but I'm not a hypocrite in any way. Women should immediately abolish any guy who doesn't court her properly, who doesn't make an effort. And men, in turn, should get rid of any woman who doesn't appreciate their consistent effort. If you're the guy who's doing uh, good courtship behavior, calling, planning, paying, right, and she doesn't vocally appreciate you or make an offer on date four to say, no, 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 no I got the check, or and if she doesn't appreciate how hard you're working to, to get her, then you get rid of her. You don't give up on all women or stop courting, right? That's the wrong reaction, right? It's in everybody's interest to be on their best behavior. So women should, should make men feel interesting and attractive and appreciated and sexy, right? And men should do the exact same thing for women, but it involves a little extra effort up front before your boyfriend, girlfriend. I always find it surprising that these guys think the prescription to the problem is to be less, right? To let women pursue them. Um, it's a passive approach. It, it costs less money. It takes less effort. Right? But it leaves them a different woman. Do you think a confident woman has to pursue men? No, she has men pursuing her. Do you think a woman who has lots of options pursues men? No, she doesn't have to. Right? So guys who give up on courtship, say, you know, she, you know, if she likes me, she can call me, she could plan, she could pay for half of everything. If you take that approach, it's largely self-defeating. Right? You're getting results that are consistent with your lack of efforts. Right? And you're targeting the most insecure, desperate women, those who will call and plan and pay. Right? You're playing the old school role of the woman in the relationship, sort of sitting back and, right, and, and waiting. And it's not getting you what you want. That's the great irony about refusing to court is that it doesn't actually get you want, unless literally all you want right, is not a relationship, but some unequal arrangement where you don't have a, a woman that you actually value or love or respect or care for, right? but just someone that literally you sleep with without making an effort or spend any money. If that's your end game, God bless you. I just think that a lot of guys do that right, as an overreaction to courting and not getting anywhere. So after the break, I'm going to talk about what good courtship actually looks like for a man and what it does not. And I'm going to talk about what women should do when men are doing the courting. Um, you listen to the second half of this podcast, uh, and in 12 minutes, I'm going to give you the, the, the secret to all of uh, first date uh, magic. This is, this is some of the best stuff that I'm going to give you for free. I think you're going to really enjoy it. My name is Evan Mark Katz. This is the Love You Podcast. We will be right back.
Hey, this is Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, your personal trainer for love. Welcome back to the second half of this Love You podcast on why men should court women again. Um, we're talking about courtship. We're talking about why it's effective, because right? that's that's the only metric that matters. Right? Um, it's not good or bad. And I don't have any horse in the race, right? What works, what doesn't, um, and why? Right, so there's behaviors, you know, a big, big part of my job is telling women, hey, this thing that you're doing, um, interrogating men to figure out if he wants to marry you on the first date, it's not working. Right? I could understand why you're afraid. I could understand why you don't want to get hurt or waste time, but it's not working. Right? So you might want to, to table that. Um, this concept of courtship, to recap, there's a lot of men who don't think courtship is effective. And so why keep on doing it? I'm telling you that courtship in and of itself, when you're serious about someone, can be effective, but it's not just about the courtship. Courtship alone is not gonna win a woman over. Positivity, joy, confidence, right? Um, vulnerability, um, and, uh, and making a woman feel safe, heard, and understood. Those are the things that are going to, to get a woman uh, to, to believe in you and want to be with you. So I'm just going to give something away to guys that I, I talk about in, 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 in Love You uh, at greater length. Um, and this comes from, uh, it's, again, it's just, it's not even mine. Uh, it's Dale Carnegie, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Uh, the idea that if you have an agenda, you're unlikely to achieve your agenda. And the way he puts it is, you know, the guy who's the, uh, the uh, car salesman who's pushing too hard, oh my God, you gotta buy a car. I'm not gonna let you off this car lot until you buy something, I'll give you a great deal. And the guy who pushes too hard, right, doesn't end up selling you a car. So if you're a guy and you've seen a woman with an agenda, oh, I don't wanna get hurt, I don't wanna waste time, and you, you understand that uh, people with agendas are unattractive. Um, most guys have an agenda on a first date and uh, it's on a big spectrum. Um, the spectrum says there's the guy who's really, really, really super confident and he's not worried about whether she's going to like him. He just wants to get laid. And there's a guy, guy on the other end of the spectrum who's really insecure um, because he's had a lot of bad experiences in dating and women don't respond to him for whatever reason. And he's not worried about getting laid. He's just hoping that he can impress her enough to get a second date. And there's a big, you know, big bell curve in between those two guys. But those are the poles. And those are two very typical guys' agenda. How much action am I going to get? Or, boy, I hope she likes me. Right, so, guy plays the, boy, I hope she likes me agenda. Are you having fun? Do you like me? Am I going to see you again? How am I doing? Or he tries, you know, he, he tries to talk about himself, about how great he is in his, his golf game or his second home in Aspen. Or, you know, he yaps, 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 and doesn't ask her anything about herself. All right, both are forms of... I have an hour and a half to impress you. Are you impressed? Do you like me yet? Do you like me yet? Do you like me yet? One of them sounds arrogant. One of them sounds insecure. Neither of them work. And we know this from experience. The guy who talks about himself for two hours doesn't get a second date. The guy who's nakedly insecure because he's trying to impress doesn't get a second date. His agenda is too transparent. I am trying to impress you. Right? And women are universally not impressed by people who are trying to impress them. Other end of the scale is the guy who is trying to get laid. Five minutes into the date, he's got his arm around her. Hey, would you like a second drink? What's the craziest thing you've ever done in bed? Just right up front, his, his agenda is transparent. Right? He's pushing the envelope. 
right? And a lot of women are creeped out by this. It's just, it's not that attraction is bad or sex is bad. It's that it's clear that, you know, he's a hunter and she's the prey and she's looking for a relationship. And so the guy who pushes too hard for sex up front, guess what? He doesn't get it too much too soon. So what we're seeing is when you have an agenda, when you're trying to do something, right, doesn't work. Dale Carnegie's advice is put aside your agenda. You know, the car salesman who, who says, what are you looking for in a car? Speed, mileage, performance, price, safety. Tell me what you're looking for in a car and I'll find you the car on our lot that has the, uh, you know, that, that best meets your needs. That's the guy who's gonna sell you the car because it's not about him, it's about you. So a good date is the one who makes it all about you. And that's, that's not gender specific. But since I find myself, I'm talking to guys right now about the value of courting, right? make it about her. It's not about you. You're not trying to impress. You're not trying to get laid. Right? Give her the date that she wants. Make plans a week in advance. You're talking to her on a Sunday night on the phone, right? not text. Talking to her on the phone on Sunday night. Hey, what are you doing next Saturday night? I know of a great tapas place, excellent sangria. I'll pick you up at nine dressed sexy. Right? That's a man with a plan. Right? That's not texting her at 11 p.m. saying, come over right now on Friday, because I haven't thought of anything. It's a guy who's made a plan six days in advance. Now that he's made the plan, what does he do? Does he disappear for six days? No, he keeps in touch. He calls or he emails or he texts, keeps the emotional tether alive, builds up trust, anticipation. Right? Now she's really excited for your first date. You confirm the day before, so many guys make plans and they just disappear, right? Or they don't make plans at all. It becomes this sort of spontaneous thing. Like, I didn't have time to actually think of you, so you just kind of want to hang out? What are you doing now? I want to come over? No, man, make a, make a freaking plan. They love it. That's, that's what it means to be a man. Make a plan. So you make a plan. You choose a place that's near her. <laughs> you, you actually go, you know, uh, Seek out something that's within 10 minutes of her house so she's in her comfort zone, so she doesn't have to drive too far. All right, you're, you're thinking of what's gonna be the best night for her, because it's about her, right? Now that you've done that, you confirm the day before, you show up on time, if she lets you pick up, up at her house, in my world, you pick up women at their house. It's, it's thoughtful, it's generous, it's chivalrous. And a guy who's put in time in courting has the right to do that, not doesn't have the right, is often given permission to do that. There's a lot of women who are like, I just want to meet in person, right? I don't trust. Well, if you spend a whole week talking to her on the phone, this is what I did when I was single, I was able to pick up everybody at their house. And what does that mean? If you're a guy, it means you can drop her off at her house. If you drop her off at her house, you have a chance to go back to her house. So I'm just thinking a couple steps ahead. If you put in time with courtship, if you build up trust in advance, your first date feels more like a second date. There's value to doing this, right? If, from a guy's perspective, right? So, so now you, you pick her up, you show up on time, your shoes match your belt, you take her to a place that's fun and atmospheric. It's not a, it's not a chain, it's not a dive bar, it's not, as, you know, it's not a, the, the least amount that you could spend, it's not a coffee, it's drinks, maybe appetizers, right? You ask her questions, you listen to her answers, you don't hijack the whole thing by yapping about yourself the entire time. You don't complain about dating or Tinder or Match or women or your ex. Right? You don't talk about how much you hate your work. Positive energy, really easy flowing, authentic, vulnerable. Right? Talk, listen, <laughs> engage, be present. Right? 
End of the night comes, you pick up the check, no questions asked, don't even let her look at it. Maybe it's only 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. By the way, this is a Saturday night date. This isn't a, th a Thursday night, right? You, after the date, you've already scouted another place because it's still early. It's not time to go home yet. Maybe there's another place within walking distance. You already thought about that. You walk there, have another couple rounds of drinks. You look at your watch. It's one in the morning. You offer to drive her home, all right? You walk her to the door. They give her a big kiss goodnight, a real kiss, all right? And you say, I had a great time. I can't wait to see you again. You go home, call her the next day. I had fun, when can I see you again? I tell the story to women on the phone, All right, my clients. And they say, I've never had a guy do that. I said, what would happen if a guy did that? She said, I, I'd be blown away. I've never had a guy plan such a thoughtful, woman-friendly date in my entire life. But what we see from this is, is that Dale Carnegie was kind of a genius. By putting aside your agenda, what you want to impress or to get laid, and focusing on what she wants, that was, that's, that's not your perfect date. Right? Your perfect date might be McDonald's and a blowjob. This is her perfect date. By giving her her perfect date, putting aside what you want and giving her what she wants, what happens? You get what you want. A, you impress her enough to get a second date. B, you have a chance of getting some action. And that's the magic of Dale Carnegie. Putting aside what you want, giving someone what they want. And in turn, I teach women to do the exact same thing to men. What's your agenda? Is your agenda to figure out if he's a creep, if he's compatible, if he's marriage-oriented, how much money he has saved? Put aside your agenda. That doesn't matter there on the first date. Right. Your agenda is to give him a great date. Right. What is giving him a great date? Well, it's putting away your iPhone, looking him in the eyes laughing at his jokes, asking him questions, complimenting him on his shirt or his shoes or his funny story or his business acumen, thanking him profusely for choosing this restaurant, planning the date, picking you up, right? making him feel really appreciated for the efforts that he made. And when he makes the move at the end of the night to kiss, reciprocating with a kiss like you mean it. Right? That's, that's all a woman has to do to make a man want to come back for a second date. It's really comparatively an easy job compared to what guys have to do. But just imagine if everybody did that, if that's the way dating actually worked. There's no reason it has to be this way. So when women don't make an effort to appreciate men, they're dropping the ball, right? And you have every right to drop them, right? But if you're a man and you're not doing these things that are gonna make a woman feel valued and special, right? Then you can't be too surprised when you don't have too much success with women. Because all you're trying to think about is what, what you want. That's not how relationships work. It's about what you give. It's not about what you get. And so men have every right to want applause, appreciation. I wrote about this in my book, Why He Disappeared, right? It's, men are putting on a show, right? The least you can do is applaud. So women who are listening, which is the majority of my audience, right? Guys, for the most part, not for the most part, a lot of guys are really trying. You gotta let them know that they're doing a good job. I know it's tempting as a man to try to give less when you haven't felt appreciated. And I know as a coach for women for 13 years, um, how there's temptation to trust less and give less to men. If you've been the woman who's been emotionally generous and you've cooked for him and you've supported him through his lean times and, right, and he's still a jerk to you, and, the reaction to that is often, well, I, 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 should be, I should be a bitch. Bitches do well with, you, you see the insanity in this, right? The idea that 
that women should be bitches and men should be assholes to do better in relationships. It's, it's the exact opposite of what we should be doing. We should be disposing of the people who don't appreciate us and don't treat us well. But, and it's what I call in my, my second book, uh, why, why You're Still Single, it's the platinum rule. It's, it's, it's giving more, it's being better than your partner, right? And watching as the good people elevate themselves to, to meet you there, right? They will appreciate that. So courtship behavior works when you're with a worthy partner. If you're courting someone and they don't appreciate you, you shouldn't be with them. It doesn't mean you stop courting. Everybody wins when you're both givers in relationships and everybody loses when you start to focus on your own selfishness, right? How much energy or money I'm expending and trying to keep score. It's a losing proposition and you're not a good relationship partner if you're keeping score. So I'm very passionate about this. I'd love to hear what you think in the comment section below. Thank you for joining me on the Love You Podcast. My name is Evan Mark Katz. If you like this, you find this thoughtful and provocative, please go to www.evanmarkkatz.com. Give me your name and email address. I will send you free dating and relationship advice forever. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. And right now, I'm doing something special on my website. I want you to go, apart from everything I just said, www.evanmarkkatz.com forward slash 20 signs. That's 20 I-G-N-S, uh, to access a special quiz on the 20, 20 signs that you've wasted time on the wrong men and don't know how to choose the right one. It's really challenging, it's really eye-opening, and you're gonna see your whole past reflected back to you. Oh my God, I can't believe how much misbehavior I've put up with from men. So go to www.evanmarkkatz.com to get a special report. Uh, www.evanmarkkatz.com forward slash 20 signs uh, to get that special report and uh, let me know what you think. Thank you so much, I'll talk to you soon and I will see you next week.